0: From high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks. This is The Joy of Booking. I am DC Matthews at The DC Matthews, and I've got uh, the... The tinglys of excitement, nervousness, anticipation. Something must be happening that I could easily screw up. And that is the case. It is the happening. It is week nine. The final week of the happening. The final rounds. What we decide today, dear friends, shall decide the future of this first G1 block. Did I say first? Does that mean there's another one coming? No, of course not. Who would do more of this madness? (sighs) We've done eight rounds. There have been eight matches. These are the ninth matches for all of these wrestlers. They're tired. Uh, They're sore. They are in a need of time off, like all wrestlers are. But we're going to do it. We're going to figure out who's going to win. We're going to crown some tournament champions, and discuss where we go from there. So here's where we're at. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Uh, To my left is my Chromebook. On the Chromebook is a Google spreadsheet, of course, and it has freshly made today the current, as of week eight, uh, top ten lists for all eight blocks. Next to that are the papers that will determine uh, the matches. We can see the matches. They've been listed out. They've been ordered according to importance and excitement. That set pencil is in hand. Another window of my Chromebook is the dice. I am setting that now to roll 2 times 20. Uh, The laptop is up on its cool new pedestal recording. I think we're good. I have no water. Uh, I shall not drink another drop until we know who is winning these blocks. We're beginning with NXT. To paint a picture in case you have not been paying attention or in case this is your first time, what an episode to start with there, chums. Uh, Pete Dunn has taken the lead. He has a 10-point lead over uh, the second place Isaiah Swerve Scott, and the third place Kyle O'Reilly, who both have 80 points. Interestingly enough, uh, Dunn and Scott have identical records, four wins, two losses, two draws. Kyle O'Reilly is four and four, which means that all of his victories involved pinning or submitting his opponents. Austin Theory, in theory, could contend in uh, fourth with 75 points points. We are going to get Pete Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly in our main event. Uh, Some of these matches will be meaningful. Some of them will not. Uh, The general manager, i.e. me, made the decision at the end of week eight. Uh, We will no longer be doing for week nine. It is so important. We are no longer doing countouts or uh, disqualifications. And I think I even said we're not doing time limit draws. There must be a winner. Now, it occurs to me that time limit draws would work in some of these cases. But you know what? I think I, if I remember correctly, I'm saying this like it was really last week. I recorded this last episode yesterday. I should remember what I said, but I finished recording. I walk out that door. No idea what happened while I was sitting here. I think I said I would hate to go come to the end, and I brought up that's it. I brought up Sheamus and Cesaro, <clears throat> and their best of seven series that ended in uh, um, double countout, and how unsatisfying that was. I also have off on a side table. I have the the master score sheet, so in case there is a tie, we can determine who will be uh, ahead of each other on the tournament block. I think I'm ready. I hope you are ready. Uh, NXT looks ready. I have everything set up here. Let's begin. Our first match. These opening matches, just like in any sort of um, tournament, I imagine this happens in the G1. These are wrestlers who are not anywhere near the top, so they're just fighting for pride, they're fighting for dignity, they're fighting for a bit of momentum coming out of the tournament. Dexter Loomis in 6th, LA Knight in 2nd. There must be a winner! And it shall be Dexter Loomis uh, putting LA Knight to sleep. Loomis will end the tournament with 85 points. So currently... At this point, uh, after just the one match, L.A. No, LA Knight's still in ninth place. Dexter Loomis has moved himself up. He's currently in second. I imagine that will change, but currently he's in second place. He now has a higher score than Isaiah Swerve Scott or Kyle O'Reilly. Of course, they still need to compete. Second match, Austin Theory in fourth place. Cameron Grimes in tenth. Grimes is just trying to get something going. He's two and five and one. Austin Theory, respectable showing here no matter what, which is good because he is going to lose to Cameron Grimes, who saves himself a little bit of face there. Austin Theory... Staying at 75 points. Uh, there is no theory now that will give him the win. Oni Lorcan in fifth. Killian Dane in seventh. Uh, Lorcan was contending right up until last week. And then that ended. I don't believe there is any way for him to win at this point. I suppose if he wins this match and... Uh, no. No, there really is no way for him to win in a winner-take-all sort of situation. Unfortunate for him that the GM had to make this decision. And by the skin of his teeth, this would have been a draw. I have two 20-sided dice that I roll, and my rule is if there's a tie or if there's a one-point difference in the number of pips. Pip, just so you know, is the technical term for the dots on a dice. They're called pips. Uh, Obviously, on a 20-sided die, it's the numbers. If there's a one-digit difference in the numbers, I usually call that a draw, but I have said that is not the case. So Dane pins... Lorcan, Dane now at 80 points, Lorcan at, oops, wrong thing, I'm doing too much there, friends, I'm trying to do too much, all right, those were the initial matches, uh, those will change some of the rankings in the middle there, but let's get to the matches, we came here to see Isaiah Swerve Scott in second uh, Roderick Strong in eighth. If Isaiah wins, and I'm gonna start the dice rolling. I'll press stop when I'm done talking. If Isaiah wins, he puts himself in a position um where if Pete Dunn loses, he has Swerve has a tiebreaker over Kyle O'Reilly. So this is must win for Isaiah Swerve Scott if he wants to win this bracket. And he does. And he does he now has a hundred points? Roderick Strong remaining at fifty-five points. So pressure is on for the folks in the main event. Pete Dunn, Kyle O'Reilly, main event, anywhere in the country. Pete's gotta win to win. And actually at this point. Kyle O'Reilly's out. He cannot win this. He was leading for weeks and weeks and weeks. But at this point, he can't. He The best he can do is second place because he lost. Let me double check. Check my master sheet here. Kyle Riley, Swerve Scott, Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. Isaiah Swerve Scott holds the victory. So, Dunn's got to win to win. I should be having the dice rolling this whole time. Dunn's got a win to win. If Kyle O'Reilly wins his match, Isaiah Swerve Scott is the champion of the NXT block. Three, two, one. I'm not even looking. I'm just making sure my mouse is there. Three, two, one. Kyle O'Reilly wins, getting uh, a piece of revenge. Pete Dunn screwed him, but good in week eight, if you remember. But what's important, again, the winner, the champion of the NXT block is Isaiah Swerve Scott. Doesn't even wrestle in the main event match. He's, I'm likely, sitting there with Hit Row watching. And as soon as Kyle O'Reilly gets the win, he celebrates. But then I imagine his face falls because the realization hits him that he's not winning this he just gave the title to Isaiah Swerve Scott. So if we were to continue moving along with this, clearly uh, not only is Pete Dunn still looking out for revenge, but now Kyle O'Reilly's got a face probably going up and facing Swerve Scott and being like, look, you know, yeah, you beat me, but we had the same score. So looking at it, it looks like Isaiah Swerve Scott is your winner, winner, chicken dinner. Kyle O'Reilly is in second. Pete Dunn is in third. Dexter Loomis, the surprise of, you know, he was not doing well there for a while. Pretty sure he was in last place at least one week. Dexter Loomis working his way up to fourth place. A surprise fourth place finish. Killian Dane is in fifth. Theory, sixth. Lorkin seventh. And then the bottom of Strong, Knight, and Grimes stays that way. Congratulations to Isaiah Swerve Scott, your NXT happening uh, winner and champion. Let's move from NXT to the tag teams of NXT. Pretty Deadly and Ever-Rise are the only two who can contend at this point. Pretty Deadly has a 10-point lead over Ever-Rise. Again, win... If Pretty Deadly wins, they're in. Now, it is set up so that Pretty Deadly will wrestle in the main event against Timmy and Tommy, Thatcher and Champa. So if Ever-Rise loses in match four, Pretty Deadly's going to win no matter what. All right. Opening matchup. Grizzled Young Veterans in seventh, Imperium in ninth. We expected more from both teams, not their tournament Uh, Imperium will get the win, putting them up to 65, grizzled young vets, 55, again, not really relevant in terms of our scores here, uh, match two, Breezango, who held themselves a little dance party to celebrate their release and to just send the fans home happy with 50 points, Legado de Fantasma with 60 Brizongo does not refuse to compete. They end with a win over Legato de Fantasma. So they end with 60. Legato does. Brizongo makes their way up to 70 points. Match three, The Hunt, who was in The Hunt until just last week. And MSK, their third and fourth respectively. So whoever wins this will at least make it into the top three. And it is MSK getting... Oops, what am I doing here? 18 and 20. 20 points. 80. So uh, I'm pretty sure MSK, yeah, they have just guaranteed themselves uh, third place here hold on what is why does that say oh 75 so did I write the wrong score for them I did so it's 95 they have this is why I have so many different um, papers because I will inevitably write something wrong on one paper and that I can check myself so the score sheet said 70 but the paper said 75 so I had to check it the second paper which corroborated. You don't care, but I'm just telling you. I'm very organized. All right. Ever-Rise versus Gallus. Gallus is in last place. Their only hope is to just be a massive spoiler to Ever-Rise here. If ever wins, they put the pressure on Pretty Deadly. If Ever-Rise loses, Pretty Deadly wins this tournament no matter what. But ever does win in a close matchup. So... Gallus will end this at the bottom. Everrise has now 120 points. Pretty Deadly now is in a must-win situation against Timmy and Tommy. Now, if could you think of anyone who's better at ruining your day than Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Champa? All right, Pretty Deadly, come on, boys, win and you're in. Otherwise, you are giving the titles to Everrise. And they fail. I am sorry, Glenn. I am sorry, Jeremy. But Timmy and Tommy pick up the win, which means that Ever-Rise, Ever-Rise, dearly departed Ever-Rise is going to win this. So again, they win. They go sit. They're watching. They see Pretty Deadly lose. They are splashing each other with whatever they're drinking in their coffee cups. They're throwing t-shirts into the crowd. They're holding up their big sign. Rise takes the title uh, away from Pretty Deadly, who at one point it looked like they were going to walk away with it. MSK is in third Up, Let's see who's going to be in fourth. The Hunt and Timmy and Tommy are tied. And I'm just curious enough to know who won. Oh, the Hunt won. So the Hunt's going to get fourth place. Timmy and Tommy will settle for fifth. Brizongo making their way back up to sixth place. Imperium, who was at the bottom at one point, is a slightly more respectable seventh. Legato is in 8th, Grizzled Young Veterans in ninth, and poor Gallus never really got started Two wins, 7 losses. They are in 10th place. So our champions so far, uh, Isaiah Sewer Scott, and Ever Rise. I will be taking pictures with them, of course, once I put on my skin-tight black shirt to show off all the muscles. From the NXT Tag Team Division, we move to the main roster tag division. The New Day and the Mysterios are five points away from each other with identical records. The Mysterios taking on the Viking Raiders. New Day taking on Miz and Morrison. Once again, it'll be up to those last matches to decide what happens. First off, the Street Profits. Fun story, cute story, sweet story, heartwarming story. Uh, Montez Ford had walked out on Angelo Dawkins' returns. They wind up defeating... Their opponents, I believe, the New Day. They gave the New Day their first loss, uh, making this week much more interesting in terms of who's going to be the winners and also reuniting the Street Profits. They are taking on Lucha House Party in the final match of their happening tournament, and the Street Profits end on a win, defeating the Lucha House Party, and they both wind up with 65 points. So considering that Lucha House Party was in fourth place and Street Profits were in 10th place, for them to both wind up with the same point values, pretty good, pretty good, good for the Street Profits. You can tell there would have been a lot of partying and smoke and red solo cups or whatever it is they're doing and dancing in the crowd uh, to celebrate that they ended with a two-win streak their two of their only three wins in the entire tournament, but at least they can go forward uh enjoy. The Dirty Dogs. Oh the Dirty Dogs. They're so dirty and doggy. Taking on AJ Styles and Omos in a battle of heel teams. Dirty Dogs in sixth, AJ and OMOS in seventh. Dirty Dogs who proved last week that experience Trump's size do so again, defeating uh, AJ and Omos, they end their tournament with 80 points. Uh, AJ and Omos have lower points now than Street Profits, so Street Profits will not end this tournament in last place. Uh, good for the Dirty Dogs. There's no way they can contend, but at least they end on a win, and they will have a winning record of 5-4 and four after this tournament is over. The Usos, a disappointing ninth place, not quite The happening for them taking on T-Bar and Mace, the surprising uh, favorites. They're not going to contend, but they're in third place right now, which is higher, as I said last week, than anyone I think thought they would be. But they lose again. Experience Trump's size. They lose to the Usos. Uh, It could very well be that uh, AJ and Omos will end this in last place. Uh, Usos get the win. They now have 70 points, which ties them, in fact, with T-Bar and Mace. All right, here we go. Viking Raiders, who uh, they actually need to win to not be in last place. That's what's happening with the Viking Raiders. They only have 50 points right now. If they lose to the Mysterios, uh, the Viking Raiders will end this tournament in last. Uh, Mysterios, again, gotta win. If they lose... Kofi and Xavier Woods win this tournament, no matter what happens in their match with Miz and Morrison. And they do lose. A sad way for this to end for the Mysterios. Uh, Losing, probably uh, still injured, I remember, in round eight. Let me go back and check my notes here. Uh, they lost to AJ and Omos, who got themselves disqualified. So I imagine Ray Ray and dommy Dom um, were still pretty banged up and then had to go up against the big, strong, tough Viking Raiders. Uh, not a way to end this tournament, but they will be in second place no matter what. No one could come close. And once again, the uh, Viking Raiders saved themselves. The AJ and almost your raw tag team champions will end this tournament in last place. Uh, so the new day is going to win no matter what happens in this matchup. The new day is going to win. now it is all about just ending with a win ending with a high point total and not letting those, uh, sneaky Miz and Morrison get any sort of satisfaction. And that doesn't happen. (laughs) Miz and Morrison win, uh, New Day loses. Uh, perhaps it was because they knew they already had the victory well in hand. So maybe they weren't trying as hard. But knowing what I know about those two, I imagine the competition was still there. But they did not win. A little bit of a letdown, I must say, uh, to have our you know two people at the top both lose. Um, in fact, again, checking my notes. Uh, Mysterios, they won, but only by disqualification and New Day lost. New Day ends this on a two match, uh, losing streak, but it shows you important lesson here, folks. It shows you that in a tournament like this, every match is important. You have to start strong. You have to end strong and you have to middle strong is middle a verb. I'm making it a verb. You have to middle strong. So, uh, Despite the fact that they ended on a two-match losing streak, their five matches was enough. So New Day is going to come in first. The Mysterios will be second. Miz and Morrison make it up to third with that victory. The Dirty Dogs are fourth, showing you again experience and perhaps some underhanded tactics sometimes. Uh, mean something. Now, we have an interesting situation here that we're going to have to check our master list with. Um, T-Bar and Mace, the Viking Raiders, and the Usos all have 70 points. The Viking Raiders defeated the Usos, but did not beat T-Bar and Mace. Uh, T-Bar and Mace defeated the Viking Raiders, and... Lost to the Usos in the match that just happened. The Usos lost to the Viking Raiders, but did defeat T-Bar and Mace. So each of these teams is one and one. So we're going to wind up having a three-way tie for fifth place between T-Bar and Mace, the Viking Raiders, and the Usos. Uh, We have two teams with 65 points in Lucha House Party and the Street Profits. Again, let's go to the notes. Oh, that's the match that just happened as well. Street Profits win. My goodness, they are going to get 8th place. Because, again, the three-way tie means that's 5, 6, and 7. So, uh, nope, put that in the wrong thing. The Street Profits will end in 8th place, which, again, much higher than I think anyone thought they were going to. Uh, Lucha House Party in ninth. And AJ and Omos will settle for 10th. So our winners, Swerve Scott, ever and The New Day. Let's move to the women of NXT. Mako Satamora has a huge lead, 20 points, but she is going up against her top competition in Zaya Brookside in this main event matchup. So this is the big one. So this is probably the biggest match we've had so far. And with the exception of maybe Pete Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly. But even at that point, Swerve had the lead. This is for all the marbles. There's no one else who's going to be waiting, with the exception of maybe Zaya Lee, to see if she gets in second place. Whoever wins this match, Mako or Ziya Brookside, wins their block. Whew. Very exciting. All right, let's deal with some of the less exciting matches. Because all of these talents deserve a chance to shine in week. Nine. <gasps> that rhymed. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Santana Garrett. Santana looking for her second win. She's She's got to end on a win. Shotzi Blackheart. A lot of points. You know, this is a block where there's a lot of talent right around the same point value. 65 points in another block might make it into the top five. She's in seventh in this block. And you know what? It's going to get a little higher because she picks up the win. Poor Santana Garrett. My heart breaks for her. Uh, she is only going to get the 20 points, um, though she may have beaten Mako Saddam. Nope. Let me see. I'm going to consult the notes because I am just curious enough. Nope, she lost. Who did she beat? Oh, was it Dakota Kai? I think it was Dakota Kai. That was a cool story when that happened. Um, Shotzi will end with 85 points, which, again, very high score, uh, would be third in the tags third, and second. You know, 85 points is a lot of points, but this is a very competitive uh, division here at the NXT Women, with the exception, again, of the lovely uh, Santana Garrett. Afa Valkyrie, who came in two-thirds of the way through the tournament to replace Piper Niven. She's in ninth. Mercedes Martinez is in fifth. Mercedes is going to get the win over Afa. Uh, So, ooh, Mercedes has 95 points. So, at this point, um, Mercedes has taken third place. So, again, Mako's got 120. Zaya Brookside has 100. So... Despite the fact that 95 points, again, could win a bracket, isn't, is only going to be in third place. But still, third place is pretty good for Mercedes. Battled some anger issues. Battled some disqualification issues earlier. Benefited probably from the fact that there are no disqualifications in these matches. Uh, to pick up the win over AFA and have 95 points. Uh, Lee. Who is now first in, she started in third and is now in fourth, taking on Jesse Kamea, who is in eighth place. Again, 65 points. Respectable uh, showing for Jesse Kamea, despite being in eighth. Uh, Zaya's got a win to, to get back into third, but it's not to be. Jesse Kamea wins and ties Zayali Lee in terms of points. So, with that tiebreaker, actually means that Zaya's uh, best chance is to come in fifth Dakota Kai in sixth. Dakota Kai had been doing so so well and then did so so not she's in sixth Ember Moon is in fourth so once again they're they're battling for bronze at this point Ember Moon gets the win Dakota Kai struggles continue and Ember Moon, again, 95 points. So we'll have to look at the notes to see uh, who will actually get third, either Mercedes or Ember, whoever won their respective match. But the most important thing right now is our main event, Mako Satamora versus Zaya Brookside. I would love to see this match, even if it would be a squash. Mako's in first, Brookside's in second. Whoever wins this wins the tournament can Zaya Brookside pull off the miracle of all miracles and perhaps the upset of the century no <laughs> no she can't uh, no she can't your winner the final boss the best in the world Mako Satamora, is your champion 140 points could possibly be the highest point total of the entire uh, tournament that's huge. She is seven and two. All of her wins came by pinfall. Uh, she's amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, let's figure out the rest of the bro- the block. Zaya Brookside again, five and four with a hundred points. Excellent showing for her. Uh, Ember mood and Mercedes Martinez. Ember beat Mercedes, so Ember is going to make it into third place. Mercedes is in fourth. Once again, we have a three-way tie, and once again it's around fifth place. Zaya Lee, Shotzi Blackheart, and Jesse Kamiya. Let's check the notes. Zaya Lee lost to Jesse Kamiya. That just happened, right? Can't be forgetting that. Just happened. Yep, she lost. So Ziya Lee, And then who's the other one? Shotzi Blackheart. Up, oh, Zaya beat Shotzi. So once again, Ziya Lee is one and one. Shotzi. Beat Jesse Kamea and who's I can't remember names anymore. All right, Shotzi, Zia Lee, Jesse Kamea lost to Zia Lee but beat Shotzi Blackheart and Jesse Kamea beat Zia Lee but lost another 1 1 1. We could have a triple threat match to determine it, but you know what? We're going to have a three way tie. Between Xia Lee and Shotzi Cart and Jesse Kamea, Dakota Kai, after being in second for weeks, uh, is now in eighth place. She might have even been winning this at one point. Ninth place for Afa Valkyrie. And poor, poor Santana Garrett um, is in tenth with only 20 points. Mako Satomura, your champion. NXT UK. Round nine. Flash Morgan Webster has a 15-point lead over Trent Seven. Bailey Matthews and Tyler Bate are distant, following with 75 points. I don't know that there's a chance that they can win this, but we'll have to just wait and see our first match. Eddie Dennis in ninth, Nathan Frazier in sixth. Frazier gets the win. Frazier ending on a high note, showing why he is going to be a big, big star big, big, the biggest star. Just so big. Uh, let's see. Number two, Bailey Matthews, third place. Ilya Dragunov in tenth. Can Bailey Matthews win again? He is currently 4-3-1. Can he end this tournament with a winning record? Yes, he can. Si se puede. Picking up the win. Now, he has 95 points. So at this point, Poor Ilya is going to be in last. Uh, Bailey Matthews, at this moment, is tied with Flash Morgan Webster for first place. I'm not going to check the notes to see who holds a tiebreaker. Let's get through all the matches. Tyler Bate in fourth. The bomber, Dave Mastiff, who picked up a victory in week eight over... Flash Morgan Webster, keeping Webster from guaranteeing his victory. Can he spoil another person's tournament? No. Tyler Bate is going to win. So at this moment, we have a three-way tie for first place. Because Webster, Matthews, and Tyler Bate all have 95 points. Very competitive going on in NXT UK. Trent Seven going up against Rampage Brown. If Trent Seven wins, he's in first place with 100 points. And then the pressure is really on Mr. Flash Morgan Webster to finish this tournament with the lead for his good friend, Glenn. Uh, Seven versus Brown. Oh, Trent Seven. Not he did so well and ended so he didn't quite get over the kind of split and the differences he had with Tyler Bate because he lost to Rampage Brown which means he is not even going to be in the top three despite again being in the lead for a lot of the beginning tournament you got to start strong middle strong and end strong and poor Trent did not end strong uh, he is now actually tied with Rampage Brown uh, Trent Trent is probably going to be in the bottom half of this tournament sad times Trend 7. All right, there, Flash Morgan Webster. I'm still not going to check the tiebreakers, uh, but win and you win the tournament. Lose, and we have to go to the notes and see what happens. He's taken on Joe Kofi. Coffey. Joe Kofi's in sixth place. Joe Kofi has no chance of winning. He's just going to, you know, potentially ruin Flash Morgan Webster's day if he wins and. He does win. Oh, my goodness. We've got to go to the spreadsheets to figure out what in the world is happening. Uh, Nobody in this bracket will crack the 100 mark, which actually I think shows what a competitive tournament this is. With the exception of Eddie Dennis and Ilya Dragunov, everybody else uh, and Dave Mastiff, uh, everybody else is within 15 points of each other. All right. We go to the spreadsheets. Flash Morgan Webster. Did he defeat Bailey Matthews? No. Bailey Matthews beat him. Did Flash Morgan Webster defeat Tyler Bate? Yes. One and one. Oh, goodness. We can't have a three-way tie. We're going to have to figure something out. All right. Bailey Matthews. He beat... (gasps) Bailey Matthews defeated Flash Morgan Webster? And he defeated Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate lost to Webster and lost to Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, the leader of this tournament is going to be William Regal's son who only wrestled on NXT UK television as far as I can tell only one time, but it was enough for me to put him in the tournament, and now he's going to win the whole gosh darn thing. Bailey Matthews. No relation. And I didn't do this on purpose. All right? We're not related. We just so happen to share the same last name, and it just so happens to be because of William Regal. But outside of that... This was not rigged. I don't want to hear from anybody saying that I rigged it. This is honestly random. It's just the fates were good to me. Matthews is in first. Flash Morgan Webster is in second. Tyler Bate is in third. Who won? Kofi or Fraser? Who won in that match? Kofi or Frazier? Oh, my goodness. It was a time limit draw, which means there is a tie for fourth between Kofi and Fraser. Who won Trent Seven or Rampage Brown? Didn't that match just happen? Oh, my goodness. Four or five. Trent Seven is in seventh place. Okay. I swear to you on the names of Bo Dallas and Dean Malenko and William Regal and uh, my teenage love of Sonny, none of this is made up. Well, no, it's all made up, but none of this was planned ahead of time. All of this, that's why I'm recording this live, so you can hear the reactions. I hope you are able to hear in my voice the the surprise and the actual excitement because none of this was planned. I did not plan for Bailey Matthews to win this thing, but he did. I did not plan for Trent Seven to come in 7th, but he did. Dave Mastiff in 8th, Eddie Dennis in ninth. Ilya Dragunov in 10th. Your winner, Bailey Matthews. Oh, no relation. Whew. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, let's go to Raw. If Jinder wins this, nobody's going to take me. They're going to assume I planned all of this. All right. We currently have a tie. Uh, In terms of point values, Angel Garza and Jinder Mahal, they are tied with 85 points, but Angel Garza has a tiebreaker win. We also have Shelton Benjamin only five points away. Ricochet only five points away from that. So this is anybody's ball game in terms of who is going to win this block. Keith Lee in 10th, Cedric Alexander in 7th, disappointing showing for both, and Keith Lee, goodness. Uh, just just leave at this point. Loses to Cedric Alexander. Uh, he will only end up with 35 points. Cedric Alexander gets up to 75. Probably will not crack the top five, but at least he picks up a pin. All those disqualifications he got at the beginning of the tournament, he thought he was so clever, and the point values did not uh, agree. Mustafa Ali in ninth... Drew Gulak in sixth. Mustafa has two wins. If Mustafa ends this with three wins, that's a win for him, considering he was winless through, I think, the entire first half of this tournament. But he's going up against shooter Drew Gulak, and Gulak will tap him out to pick up the win. Mustafa will end with 50 points. Gulak makes it up to 80. He's currently in the top three scores. But again, I don't think that's going to last match three ricochet in fourth versus Damien priest in eighth last week. Damien priest just walked out. He could do that again this week, except ricochet gets a full 20 points, which would put him in first place. I don't think that's going to happen. I think everyone's going to be competitive, try to end with a win. And you know what? I was right. Damien priest picks up a big win Ending the hopes and dreams of Ricochet, who was, you know, I don't want to say he was out of it, but there was a very slim chance of him winning this. And it's just not to be. All right. Angel Garza in first place versus Umberto Carrillo in fifth. Our main event is Jinder, who's in second, and Shelton, who's in third. Uh, Angel's got to win. To win. Uh, Going up against his cousin. His actual cousin, Umberto Carrillo. I don't know if you know that. Angel wins. Angel Garza now has 105 points. So what does that mean? That means that Angel Garza is going to win this tournament. Because even if Jinder gets a pinfall, he doesn't hold the tiebreaker. So Angel Garza, with that match, has just guaranteed himself the championship. So he might go sit in the throne, if there was going to be a throne for this sort of thing, to watch this matchup. Perhaps that should have been the main event, Angel and Umberto. Uh, but either way, let's finish it off. Shelton and ginder they know they're out of it, but they want to end strong. Ginder Mahal, again, oops, you got to start strong, middle strong, And end strong. Ginder started very strong and just faded, faded, faded. He's going to have to commiserate with uh, Trent Seven because similar things happened to him. Uh, Part of me is relieved because it, again, had Ginder won, I think you would have all accused me of rigging this. Uh, Angel Garza, who I also love, is your winner. Shelton Benjamin in second place. Jinder Mahal in third. Drew Gulak making a surprise jump into fourth place. We have a three-way tie again. My goodness. Three-way tie again for fifth place. Again. uh, Ricochet, Alexander, and Priest. So did Priest beat Alexander? No. Did Priest beat Ricochet? That match just happened. And yes, one and one which probably means it's one-on-one for everybody, right? Well, we'll see. Cedric Alexander, did he beat... It's Damian Priest and Ricochet. Did he beat Priest? Yes. Did he beat Ricochet? No. So Ricochet beat Alexander, but lost to Priest. So again, a three-way tie. Doesn't really matter, considering it's all in the middle there. Umberto Carrillo is going to have to settle for a disappointing eighth. Mustafa Ali and Keith Lee... Rounding out the block. Congratulations to Angel Garza. The women of NXT. No, not NXT, the main roster. Mia Yim has a 20 point lead over her competition, but she is going up against the main competition, Shayna Baszler, who's 20 points behind, which means if Shayna can win this match, she wins. Naomi is in third, but again, Shayna has the tiebreaker victory. So if Naomi wins and my, Mia Yim wins, we go to the uh, to the paperwork, which is always how you want to end these things, don't you? All right, Carmella versus Piper Niven. Carmella wins just barely. Piper Niven. Uh, I think that's her first loss since being... Although maybe she lost before. really doesn't matter. Uh, Whoops. No, I don't want to open YouTube. Get out of here. What's my second match? Dana Brooke versus Ruby Soho. Again, uh, irrelevant to our champion. But Dana Brooke gets the win. Ending again with a respectable... 70 points. Match three. Uh, we have a tie in for fourth place, and the people who are tied are battling each other. Nikki Cross and Liv Morgan, both with 70 points. So whoever wins is going to get themselves, I believe, into the top three, perhaps. Uh, and it is Nikki Cross. Again, just barely a one-point victory. That almost superhero now has 90 points, which as of this moment puts her in second place. Match four, Naomi in third, Mandy Rose, who is in sixth. Naomi's got to win to have any shot of competing in this tournament. Nope, I got it. my first tie, both sixes. First time that's happened. Let's re-roll. So Naomi and Mandy Rose, another tie. Okay, 16 and 16. Uh, if it happens a third time, I should assume they want it to be a draw, even though I said no time limits. Nope. Nikki, no, Nikki was in the last match. This is Naomi. Naomi gets the win. So Naomi has 95 points. Mandy Rose only has 65. Which means this match between Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler now means even more. Because if Shayna wins, we have a three-way tie at the top. If Mia Yim wins, she wins the whole thing. Mia Yim in first, Shayna Baszler in second. Who will the winner be? We'll find out in three, two, one. Mia Yim defeats Shayna Baszler and gets herself the victory in this tournament. Further proof, again, that I did not rig this because... Mia Yim is fine. Don't get me wrong. She is fine, but she is nowhere near my favorite. And why would I have no one near my favorite? I could have had Nikki Cross win. I could have had Liv Morgan win. I could have had Eva Marie win. She's not even finishing this thing up. So Mia Yim wins. She's in first place. Naomi now takes second. We have Shayna Baszler and Carmella, of all people, tied. Did Shayna beat Carmella? She did. I think there was a count out there. I think Carmella chose not to uh, even wrestle her, not to risk the injury, which means that she did not, that that decision led her to not finish in the top three. Uh, let's see. We have, oops, I, I'm wrong. Sorry, I am just wrong. I forgot about Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is in third. Shayna's got to settle for fourth. Carmella for fifth. We have a tie between Dana Brooke and Liv Morgan. Let's see who won that. Did I say Dana Brooke and Liv Morgan? Yes, I did. Dana Brooke defeated Liv Morgan, so she is in sixth. Liv Morgan is in seventh. Mandy Rose is in eighth. Ruby Soho is in ten- ninth. And Piper Niven, who was Eva Marie for most of it, uh, finishes in last place. So congratulations to Mia Yim. And hey, Nikki Cross finishing in the top three is a big, big deal. And with that, friends, we're down to our last bracket. We have crowned seven champions. Swerve Scott, Everrise, New Day, Mako Satamora, Bailey Matthews, Angel Garza, and Mia Yim. Uh, in SmackDown, if you don't remember, Cesaro and Chad Gable are tied at 125 points apiece. Otis is behind with 105 points. So once again, we'll be down to those last matches to determine who our winner is. First up, Alistair Black versus Big E. At this point, Big E just wants a second win. He only has one win in this entire thing, and he's not going to get it. Black wins. Uh, Big E, just the most disappointing uh, big ending for Mr. Big E who's going to end with only 25 points. Perhaps the most disappointing showing of the entire tournament, even if it is, once again, proof that I'm not planning this because I would never have Big E come in last. Kevin Owens in 8th, Shinsuke Nakamura in 6th. another tie. Let's roll again. Kevin Owens Getting a win. Ending on a two-match winning streak, which has to mean something. Uh, He'll end with 60 points. Shinsuke will stay at 65. This tournament began... uh, Oh, nope, I'm talking about the wrong match. Otis in third, Sami Zayn in fourth. Otis has to win and have both Cesaro and Chad Gable lose. And that would only force a tie. So that's what uh, Otis has a stake. Sami Zayn, if he wins, you know, he finishes fourth. So not a lot to fight for there, except once again for honor and to prove this wasn't rigged against him. And he lost because it wasn't rigged against him, but I'm sure he might think it was. So Otis finishing with 125 points. Now it's really up. Now there's a third person getting in the head. Of uh, our challengers here. Chad Gable in second. Shane Thorne taking over for Buddy Murphy in fifth. Gable's got a win. Although he's technically tied. So we'd have to once again look at the tiebreakers to see. But a win here puts the pressure on Cesaro to also have to win. And he does it. By God, he does it. 145 points. I believe that is the new high score for this tournament. Uh, Shane Thorne, you know, came in strong, won a couple of matches uh, after Buddy Murphy did not do well, uh, but ends with two, two match losing streak. Here we go. Cesaro and Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz has had a terrible tournament. He, if he wins, he can turn it around and at least not be in last place. Poor Big E would be in last place. Cesaro's got to win to win because he does hold the tiebreaker. So if Cesaro wins this, he wins the whole thing. He does, by God, he does, 20 to 17. Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. We Even though there is a tie, I think, like I said, the similar to what we saw with Dunn and O'Reilly. Cesaro is going to win this. Chad Gable comes in third. Oh, no, Chad Gable comes in second. Otis comes in third, and... You know, we're almost going straight down the line. Aleister Black's going to jump into fifth place. But otherwise, it's pretty much a straight shot. Your winner, Cesaro. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of the people here, and you're going, Swerve Scott, DC likes that guy a lot. Everise, DC's become a recent fan. New Day, obviously a fan. Mako Satamura, love her. Bailey Matthews. Clearly, there's a connection there. Angel Garza, love him. Seven out of eight of these uh, are exactly who I might have booked to win this had I done it without the dice roll. And what I say to you is, hey, A, I picked the talents. So obviously I picked the people I liked, which increased the chances of me being happy with the results. And B, this is just proof that fate and the birds were watching out for me. And making sure that I was happy and satisfied. But I'm not done. Because what happens in the G1? The winner of it, Block A, takes on the winner of Block B. Well, we have eight blocks. So I'm happy to tell you that when we next meet, we will have Angel Garza, the winner of Raw, taking on Cesaro, the winner of SmackDown. We will have Isaiah Swerve Scott, the winner of NXT, taking on uh, Bailey Matthews, the winner of NXT UK. We will have Mia Yim taking on Mako Satamora, and we will have The New Day taking on Ever Rise. I don't think I'll go all the way down and do one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, especially since we have a bunch of ties. But what I will do—oh, why didn't I? One. For some reason, I didn't put the top 10 in NXT. So let me quickly do that. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Swerve Scott wins. Kyle O'Reilly in second. Pete Dunn in third. I think we talked about it, but I didn't just type it in. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll have those matches to determine who the winners are. And then... Perhaps I'll have one more men's match because I have four men blocks, two women blocks, and two tag blocks. And then, you know, I'm already thinking, well, I didn't do the champions. So I might take a look at who the champions are and see what we could do with that. It's going to be tricky because there's only a couple of tag champions. But we could do some smaller ones. We could play around with it. There are probably, actually, no, the champions were included. I might have to skip tag teams now that I think about it because I had to include the tag teams in order to have a full block. I'm gonna figure something out to do with the champions. We'll figure out what that is. Uh, but I enjoyed this, and I hope you did too. And I loved that I was prepared enough to do this live. Dog, dag, nabbit, we're gonna do it live. Uh, just my OCD tendencies. La Knight and Al- Cameron Grimes are tied at the bottom. Yep, night one, so he's in ninth, and. Cameron's in tenth. I did think about doing something where I'd split this up, and the top half would go into one promotion, and the bottom half would go into another promotion, and I could start fan, actually fantasy booking. I don't think I'm going to do that. There's too many wrestlers. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to focus on the Corona Cup, and we'll see where we go from there. But that's the happening, folks. Thank you for joining me. Um, I had a tremendous amount of fun the entire time, especially this getting to react live with you. So you heard my honest to goodness reactions of what happened and the excitement and the disappointment and the drama. So much fun. My throat hurts because I did not drink any water this entire time. So I'm going to go have a drink, uh, which I will get a lot of pleasure out of. And that's really what it's about. My name is DC Matthews. Uh, I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.